Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Beautiful. Yeah. That's what I'm talking my, about. My clap wasn't very good, but hopefully you didn't uh, I hear did, it. I, it was so in sync. I didn't hear it at all. I didn't hear it at all. Good. That's how I, I always I kind of missed my hand. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like hit. Maybe only I, halfway hit Maybe my I hand. didn't hear it because it didn't actually <laughs> register. <laughs> that would be yeah. a different problem, I suppose. Uh, no, I see the spike. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, I, I was see like, the oh, spike. That wasn't <laughs> I see the spike. Yes. Uh, Stacy, I just want to say I really love Notion now, and I oh, am a yay. convert. I'm a full convert <laughs> now. So good, good. I put all. Of, it's pretty cool. It is. It is. I love the fact that I can like, I'd be like in the bathroom, and I'm like, you know, well, actually, so I started taking notes for today's episode when I was putting Kai to bed, and so I was mm-hmm. like doing some research and making my notes on my phone, and then I transitioned to my iPad. And then I transitioned to my, uh, you know, laptop, and it's just like seamless. It's just like boom, 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 boom. Um, oh. So it's really neat that I can just, you know, yeah. pick up wherever it was that I left off. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. So Absolutely. I'm a I'm a Notion convert. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. That's <laughs> that's the opening of the show, everybody. Sponsors <laughs> the episode. Notion. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs> uh, Stacy, how are you doing? Um, I'm okay. I am. A little stressed out because you know how it goes. Like uh, vacations are great, but it's always more stressful trying to get prepared for them, and then when you get back, trying to recover from them. But um, I still say vacations are worth it. So yes, um, I we are going on. Let's see. Well, by the time this post, I'll be on vacation. <laughs> <Woo>! But <laughs> yes. Uh, but at this time, I it's early in the week, and I am going on vacation at the end of this week, and I have a sudden work trip that came up that was unexpected uh so now i am leaving for a work trip tomorrow morning going to be out of town for three days and then immediately have to just james is going to swing by pick me up at my hotel and i'm going to go on vacation so now i have to pack for a week of vacation a three days out of town at work and um yeah, and then just kind of all the things that go along with that. Um, and actually, funny enough, I'm going to try, since we have this little RV, I'm going to try to leave my work luggage at my, uh, the the out-of-town office that I'm going to be at. I'm going to leave my work luggage there, and then the week we get back, I have to go back to that Oh, my office. God. <laughs> yeah, on, I think, like a Tuesday, and then I'll be there for Wednesday. So I packed an extra outfit in that luggage. So I'm just going to leave it there and then come back and use it again. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh. I mean, you know, most hotels have laundry facilities. So you could just like have something. You can actually put something to the dry cleaners and pick it up when you come back. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's a thought. That's a thought. Oh, That's my man. efficiency yeah. hack today. Yes. Very nice. Yeah. Oh. I think if I pull this all off, I need some sort of accolade. Okay. I mean, I just, <laughs> if it goes off successfully, this is, this is something. <laughs> you, so. you get a cookie. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. I love cookies. 
Uh-huh. And I'll probably, uh, after a week in the woods in a camper with no, like, I mean, it's got cooking utensils and stuff, but, you know, it's very minimal. So I know when we did our Out West <laughs> trip, we pretty much fast. just did like this. Yeah, we did a slim fast just for ease of, you know, you had a shake and a bar and you were good to go. So I'll probably just end up eating protein bars the whole time. (laughs) And I'll be back and I'll be like, a cookie, please. Uh, Well, you know, I'm sure you'll get a chance to eat out somewhere at some point while you're... Yeah. Finagling? Finoogling? Finoogling? Finoogle faggle? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I can't talk. Um... Uh. Well, that's, you know, just take take a take a page out of the Devon playbook and okay. you know, just fuck it, man. It'll be fine. <laughs> just just go with the flow. Just, just go, go with the flow. You know, It'll be figure fine. Figure it out. Everything yep. you've got the most important things, your husband, your dog, and the RV. Um that's true. you can literally buy anything else you need at some point. That's true. Um, that is true. So just 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 don't worry about it. It's all right. Yeah. Just go wing fine. it. Just go wing it. Yeah. Pack Pack, don't pack, don't matter. Don't matter. Just <laughs> don't go. matter. You have some clothes. <laughs> yep. You have some stuff. But you know, you're gonna be having an adventure. So go have an adventure. Yeah. I'll be in the woods. It won't matter if I'm wearing the same clothes for a week. Exactly. Anyway. Exactly. Nobody's gonna care. <laughs> Major nope. will just be like, oh, it smells more like Stacy now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I love your new perfume. <laughs> Uh, what are you drinking tonight, Stacey? <laughs> well, unfortunately, I'm just drinking water oh, because I know you have to I, stay uh, hydrated I, as for your yeah. uh, packing, packorama. Yeah, and it was so hot here today. It was like, yeah, 94 or something. Oh my god, it was hotter there than it is here. I think so. Let Jeez. me see what it tells me. Yeah, 95. It, it was 95 today. Wow. Very humid. My house, like the upstairs, you know, upstairs usually gets, in a two-story house, right, upstairs right. usually gets hotter, um, unless you just have a really great AC unit. And uh, yeah, so our upstairs where my office is, is hotter. And where I was packing, it was hot. Yeah. And it's just like. That's no uh, good. I just need lots of water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was hot here, but not that hot. Yeah. Um, the kids, as soon as they got home from church camp, <laughs> <laughs> which is just a funny thing to me, but I can get yeah. into that in a second. Um, okay. They just immediately got into the pool. We get. I uh, <laughs> I got another inflatable pool. It's like that's like my. Uh, apparently, it's now my new summer tradition. Um, is to get one of those cheap, like $25 gigantic 10 foot pools that will not survive more than like, (laughs) you know, three full cycles of being used. Um, but it doesn't matter because it's $25 and you're only going to use it for three full cycles anyway. So it all works out. Um, exactly. So, (laughs) uh, I got another one of those yesterday for the kids and put it up and they have been having a blast with it. So they got home today and it was ridiculously hot outside so they just got in their swimsuits and jumped in so oh, yeah i'm so jealous i know i know i i was in it yesterday it was actually funny because they were like come on mom you know get in the pool and i was like well it's you know more it was memorial day yesterday um mm-hmm. as of our recording and i was like yeah sure why not and i jumped in the pool um it took me a while because I'm a wimp and it was cold, but I had 
consumed oh a beer and then a uh hard mountain dew and then i had a glass of wine and i was feeling pretty good <laughs> yeah i'd say so <laughs> i was feeling pretty good in the pool i have yeah. to say um so then i was like okay the kids are still awake i should probably slow down and drink some water <laughs> probably hydrate a little hydrate a little and not you know make a total ass of myself but um (laughs) hey you were having a good time i was having a good time and it was fun so they didn't know so it was all good yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, anyway so so um so we yeah so speaking of hydration and all that jazz um i did go um well i guess kind of the sun um so we, this past weekend, we went camping, uh, you know, as you know, to test out our RV right. that I mentioned yes. last week. And <laughs> so we didn't do that much out in the sun. We had planned to go to the beach, but the beach we had planned to go to wasn't really a swimming beach. So then we were like, oh, let's go check out this other beach uh, that's nearby. And then we were like, oh, this one isn't a swimming beach either. And then we went to the next. <laughs> Apparently, Delaware is full of beaches that aren't actually non- swimming non-swimming beaches. Non-swimming beaches. Okay. Okay. Yes what and so then we finally get down to like the we'd probably check out four different beaches um and then we finally get down to one that is a swimmable beach and it was completely just like madhouse crowded so we were like nope yeah and we like ate ate lunch and left but anyway so i didn't actually spend much time out in the sun um however (laughs) we had to stop by the zoo because i got a gift certificate for a membership and i needed to turn it in And so we had like this short walk. It probably was maybe a half a mile down and back. And I got sunburned from walking just from my car to the zoo oh and then back my to my God. car. And wow. it's like, I don't, how am I going to survive out here and doing any kind of like outdoor activity? When did my skin get so like puny <laughs> that I get sunburned in like 10 minutes? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I got to go pile on sunscreen, apparently, just to walk to the mailbox. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the the sun is more intense now, is what I hear. I guess I so. Uh, I never used also, sunscreen you... when I was a kid. I never used no. it. And now it's no. like, I have to use it. So I, th- yeah. I, I think this it's the sun's, it's the sun, not me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah, I never do either. I mean, maybe if I was going to go swimming or like something where i was literally out in the sun like all like for hours on upon hours i would maybe put on some sunscreen but yeah just to go walk around or go for a run or do you know anything just out in the sun i never put sunscreen on i would go to the pool and not wear sunscreen i would just be like i would get a sunburn you know like yeah but it wasn't like a really bad one it was just like i get a little red be like yep got a sunburn like (laughs) yeah never thought about it never worried about it and then yeah when I graduated in 97, that song, Sunscreen. Do you know that song? Oh, yes. Yeah. Wear <laughs> no. sunscreen yeah, or whatever. That I was like book, I think, or did. That was like the, um, that was like the popular song about the same time yes. that I graduated. It was like, oh, I guess I gotta wear sunscreen now. I guess that's a thing. <laughs> I guess I, yeah. I guess I should have been wearing sunscreen. <laughs> popular culture tells me that I need to wear sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So, anyway, um... Well, I'm drinking my Boda Box bullshit. So, <laughs> yep, that's where I'm at. Yep. <laughs> it's been 
a while though it's been a while that's true at this point, it's it's fresh again yes it is uh and i have been like drinking a lot of beer and a lot of like other things so i feel like it's it's like coming back home after a yes. after a long journey it's like oh yeah yeah it's nice it's oh, nice it's a nice drinkable wine mm-hmm. yeah so <laughs> anyway um, I have a topic that I could talk about if, uh... You do? I do. I do. Do you remember how... Yami, I swear to God. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-oh. She's barking at the door. I'm like, no, you are not no. going to do that. Lay down on that blanket. Play with that toy. You stop it. You know I'm talking to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. She's got... I'm sorry. This is tangent. She's gotten this okay. habit where she just like will bark at her uh, at her at her bowls like the the hmm. food they're completely full, mm-hmm. clean, nothing weirds happening to them. But she just sits there and barks at them. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder why. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I'm like, what are you doing? And then I was like, well, maybe she hates them being there. So I moved them. I thought maybe. Mm-hmm. We can move them and she would be happy. She got even madder and was like growling. Oh. <laughs> so I put him back. <laughs> wow. I don't know what the hell. This dog is this dog is wrong. <laughs> this dog has problems. Yep. This dog is certifiable. Um, I don't know what we did. We made a mistake, but here we are. She's adorable and we love her, even if she is absolutely batshit crazy. Yeah. Um Anyway, get away with a lot that way. That's true. It's true. But I do have a topic. That's where I was talking. Uh, yes, yes. So several weeks ago now, maybe even months ago, <laughs> at this point, <laughs> yes, uh, we were discussing Everly Well and our um, food nutrition sensi- no food food sensitivity tests that we all did. Yes. And uh, we were all just like, oh man, this sucked. This was the. <laughs> This is not what we hoped it would be. This is not worth, yeah. worth the effort or the money. Um, but in the process of buying things from Everly Well, because there was like, I don't remember, a discount or something, I decided to get the women's health test. And I also did that. And so I thought it would be um, interesting to kind of talk a little bit about that process and then what I discovered and what that means. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because it actually was not nearly as um, uneventful as the food sensitivity test. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. I would hate for you to waste like all your money. Right, right. Because, uh, yeah, yeah. And also, so to kind of go through the, one of the things we complained about a lot in the, the episode about the food sensitivity <laughs> test was like the t- act of taking <laughs> the test was uh, was kind of traumatic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. With the squeezing and the the blood and the blah. Yes. Not nearly as traumatic as this damn test. This test was worse. Um, So you get this box. It's a kit. And they're like, okay, you've got to collect all of this this stuff. We're going to tell you what to collect. But here's the thing. You've got to wait until like, you know, three or four days into your period. And then you got to wait and do the second batch at day 19 through 21 of your period. So first of all, you've got to really be on tracking shit, which I never am. So I have to be like, okay, well, let's, uh, 
<laughs> let me make sure that I don't forget to take the samples, you know, on day three. Um, and so that's the first one. The first time, the first day, the first part of your cycle, three or four, you take a blood sample, which we've already talked mm-hmm. about sucks, but I was used to it by then. Wasn't so bad. <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay, yeah, this is the squeezing my blood forever. It sucks, but hey, I'm here and it's fine. Um, and then, you know, you wait a few weeks. You almost forget. You got to do the blood sample again. Yeah. But the second time, you also have to collect saliva. And oh. let me tell you, it's not just like, because, you know, you had to collect saliva for 23andMe. Yeah. Um, but that was like one tube, and it wasn't that bad. Um, no, you just kind of spit in the tube right. a couple times. And you were like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. You get four tubes. And what? one of them is gigantic. It's like probably almost the length of like half of a pint glass. Um, wow. Yeah. And so you get these four tubes and you have to, you don't, you can't eat or drink for like 30 minutes before you, you do it. Um, and there was like very specific times of the day. So you got to do it like in the morning and like early afternoon, late afternoon or evening, and then like right before you go to bed. Um, Mm -hmm. And you have to fill these damn things up with spit. And it's horrible because like, uh, I don't know about you, but it's not like I have a very, my mouth is not full of saliva anyway. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's like, and especially if I can't drink right beforehand, it's like, my mouth's kind of dry. So it takes a lot of work and it's so gross to like yeah oh god it was so bad i was like i don't think there's i am not my my stomach is not a very light like easily vomiting kind of like i'm not that person like i can smell a lot of terrible things i can be around vomit i can be around you know puppy shit whatever like i can be around a lot of yeah. stuff i have kids you know i've had three kids i'm pretty used to almost all bodily fluids and every single possible you know whatever configuration yeah. that could happen and nothing really freaks me out or makes me gag or makes me like almost puke mm-hmm. but this made me almost puke several times because it was just so <laughs> disgusting <laughs> so bad and it took oh forever. Anyway, so I was I was not happy with um with the amount of work it took to take this no. test at all. Um, but it ends up measuring a few different things. Um, so it measures estradiol and progesterone, and then mm-hmm. it measures a lot of other things. So I'm gonna go into the things that. It measured and they were perfectly normal for me. So it takes your cortisol levels from morning, noon, evening, and night. And I guess that's like why you do it four times. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, I have very, like, they're normal, but they're like n- low normal range for cortisol, which I was not mm. expecting. Like, yeah. as stressed out as I feel all the time, I was expecting yeah. it to be like, but no. And like, not surprisingly, night was my highest. It was like the middle of normal. <laughs> yeah. But all, huh. all of that was in normal, and some of it was like really close to low. 
Um, mm. Then there was like all this stuff that I don't even know. D-H-E-A-S-F-S-H, free T3, free T4, L-H, Tipo A B T T S H like a whole bunch of stuff. Who knows? All of it yeah. was fine. Testosterone, fine. All of it was within normal range. Mm-hmm. But there were two things that I measured that also measures that were not in range for me. And so my uh, estradol, estradiol, which is basically oh. a type of estrogen. And yeah, my pro- okay. my progesterone, they were out of range. So mm-hmm. my estradiol <laughs> was eight point five, which is high. Mm-hmm. Um, and it talks a little bit about what that could be caused by. You know, basically, if you're taking any hormone supplements, that could cause it to be elevated, which I'm not. Um, mm-hmm. Increased body fat or obesity. Okay, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, some GR, GI disorders, under-functioning thyroid could deal with, could cause it, liver disorders, elevated levels of androgens, um, such as testosterone or progesterone, which I don't have. Um, it could also indicate a hormonal imbalance and or the presence of an ovarian cyst. So this is like, great, this wow. sounds beautiful. Uh, yeah. Too much estradiol can interfere with normal menstrual cycles, and sustained elevated levels can lead to more serious mm. issues like blood clots, cancers oh. of the breast, lining of the uterus. Oh. I'm like, this is. I thank you, Everly. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so, did not want to know. This is awesome. I'm so glad that I now have to add this to the level. You know, the myriad of things I need to worry about my health. Yeah. Um. So my estradiol, I'm just gonna call it estrogen from now on because that's like, it's too hard to say that word. Um, okay. <laughs> it's low, but my, okay. pro, I mean, it's high, but my progesterone is low. So oh. um, low progesterone is also commonly seen with hormonal contraceptives. Again, I don't take any birth control pills, so this is not uh, a thing that happens. Um, so, low levels can indicate that the ovary has failed to release an egg during ovulation. Um, Mm -hmm. So that could be the result of a hormonal imbalance like uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS. Um, Mm -hmm. So that, yeah, so that could be an issue. Um, Some symptoms that are caused by that or that indicate that irregular periods and explain weight gain, hair loss, acne, other skin changes, abnormal hair growth on the face, arms, legs, chest. Um, Low levels of progesterone may result in irregular bleeding during a menstrual cycle, prolonged time between menstrual cycles, absent menstrual cycles, um, and basically like if you're trying to get pregnant, this could not be good for you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, those are the two markers that were major for me. Now my S estradiol is high but it's not like off the range high my progesterone is like super low um so that's interesting but what does it all mean that's Mm -hmm. you know it's like okay great i have now these two indicators i guess i could be the smart person and take it to my doctor and say doc what does this mean (laughs) or i could do a google search and see what the internet (laughs) tells me (laughs) yeah so yeah, quick question yes. before you get into kind of what you found. So have you explored PCOS before? Um, I have not, only because 
Um, it's something that I have seen happen to people when they're much younger. And okay. so, and it was basically an infertility um, situation. Like mm-hmm. most people I know who had it also, or discovered they had it because they were also infertile. Um, mm-hmm. And that was not ever an issue for me. So it's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. So I've never really looked into it before. Um, okay. What, what were you going to say? I asked that. Well, I just asked that because, um, so that YouTuber that I was watching there for a long time, that B, Beatrice. Yes. That we talked about several episodes ago. Um, she ended up, I think, getting diagnosed with PCOS. And it was, um, it was things around like really bad cramps. And I think she had like um, face acne or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, some of the symptoms... Um, I don't. She didn't say anything about infertility. Of course, maybe she just didn't. Right. Talk about Was that. But, might not you know, have been an issue. Yeah. 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 She's not in a relationship or anything like that. So I know she's not trying to get pregnant right now. But, right. Um. Uh. So when you brought that up, I was like, oh, like is that you know is that a potential thing? It might be. It might be. I did not yeah. look into that just because. Again, most of the people I know who had it had it when they were much younger. And so yeah. I just always assumed that that was something that you that occurred when you were younger um mm-hmm. and then you've had it for you know big part of your life so that being yeah. said maybe maybe it's something that I, maybe it is something i need to explore so for mm-hmm. another time i will take a look at that mm-hmm. um i will say that whenever i was looking at um you know basically googling high estradiol and low progesterone mm-hmm. um like you can't really find great articles <laughs> because basically yeah. what you find are either articles that are trying to get you to buy a product. So like maybe it's a natural product to help with your symptoms. Um, or they're like, you know, these, these health sites that aren't based in science, um, you know, like health.org or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. or health calm or you know and and like they're basically well if you just ate better and uh <laughs> oh, lost of course, some weight, yeah. uh and exercise more then you'd be fine and it's like okay yeah. don't blame it all on me buddy <laughs> maybe there's right, more going yeah. on here um yeah. so anyway but i did find a few things and um the first thing is probably from one of those websites that is uh trying to sell stuff uh, <laughs> but it was a really good, succinct, like, uh, bringing it all together and just, you know, hey, what is it and what are some of the signs? And it, I was like, oh, that sounds good. That sounds like what I'm going through. Uh, basically, they refer to it as something called estrogen dominance. And yeah. basically, this is something where you've got high estrogen, low progesterone, and those are occurring together. And it's the fact that you've got kind of that imbalance between the two of them that is causing mm-hmm. the symptoms to be so, so intense. And mm. interestingly enough, the time where this is most at um, play in mm-hmm. your body is when you're going through adolescence. So whenever you are like first growing everything, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you have lower levels of progesterone um, and higher elevated estrogen. And so that's what causes you to like be a crazy, you know, 
oh adolescent moody yeah <laughs> you know um so it's like okay well that's interesting um and then the other thing that this particular site was talking about dr kathleen mahanas.com which i'll <laughs> put in show notes uh was that your hormones start to shift when you're in the 40s. So like, as you begin to approach menopause, there's this period of time called perimenopause. um, Mm -hmm. And everything just starts to fluctuate. So you'll have periods where you have low estrogen. You'll have periods where you have high estrogen. You'll have periods where you have, well, your, your progesterone is pretty much going lower and lower and lower because that's like your baseline. But your estrogen is kind of ping-ponging everywhere. Um, okay. And so if you're dealing with this and you're having like a lot of these symptoms, then you might be having this pattern of estrogen dominance. And so mm-hmm. some signs of this, <laughs> and I picked all the ones that were very specific to ones that I am currently having, <clears throat> cyclic okay. breast tender- tenderness. So ah. um, your boobs start to hurt really bad right before you have a period. And I will tell you, I am 43 years old, assigned mm-hmm. female at birth or AFAB, um, mm-hmm. always had all the womenly bits, right? Mm-hmm. I have never in my life had my boobs hurt as bad as they do in the last like, oh, wow. two years of my life. And right yeah. now it's like, it's like a freaking alarm clock. Like it is, I know as soon as my boobs start to hurt, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. yep. Next couple of days, I'm going to have a period. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. It is like clockwork. It is really creepy. Um, huh. So so there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, PMS moodiness, being irritable, uh, tearful, mood swings. Yeah. Uh, headaches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, acne breakouts. <laughs> Let's just not look at my face, everybody. Um, right. Heavy or regular periods that I talk about, you know, like mm-hmm. the amount of blood that was inside my underwear when we were going through that particular. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Weight gain around the hips and buttocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then there's other things that could ha- happen, like difficulty sleeping, having short cycles. So they've, you know, shortened to every 21 or 24 days, which that's always been true for me. So I. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've always had a short cycle. Oh um, wow! And um, but if you're in your 40s, if you're get, if these if these are worsening, um, mm-hmm. heavier periods, weight gain, hot flashes, night sweats. I'm definitely having night sweats almost every night. Um, and hot flashes. I've had a few, and those are mm-hmm. weird AF. I'm just gonna tell you right now, when Uh-oh. they happen, you're like, what just you know it because you're like you never you're like was that a hot flash no you know when it's your hot flash because all of <laughs> okay. a sudden you feel like i don't even understand it's like you've been electrocuted from like the, your head to your toes wow it is yeah bizarre um i am not looking forward to those because i'm not good at regulating temperature anyway yeah. like i just get like a breeze blows and i'm like oh i'm cold and then like i look <laughs> at the sun and it's like oh i'm hot and so, you know, it's going to be real bad when I have hot uh, hot flashes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ugh, I'm not looking forward to The it. nice thing is that they don't last very long. Like, when you have okay. them, it's like a... Mm-hmm. It, it, but it, the problem is they're so intense when they yeah. happen. Um, I've had, I think, three so far. And two times out of the three, I've, I've had to throw up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, my gosh. Yeah. Um, not fun. 
No. Um, so that was like the first thing. Is that normal that people throw up with heat flashes? Well, I think that eventually you get used to them and they're not as bad. But, you know, it's just like the, the fact that I'm still new to it you know yeah i don't yeah. know because there's like breathing techniques and stuff you can do to wow. I, I guess make them less intense um mm-hmm. so because i'm sure part of it is that it happens and then i panic and then oh, yeah that's you true. know it's like a it's it's a combination of factors <laughs> yeah that, that just leads, that extra level just leads to badness it leads to badness yeah. um so then I found, what was it, myclevelandclinic.org um, mm-hmm. and was talking about some other things that might cause this kind of, you know, um, misalignment between your estrogen and progesterone levels and like, hey, what could you do? Well, you could lose weight. You could decrease your percentage of body fat because body fat can um, increase estrogen in your body. Apparently, mm. fat cells secrete estrogen. Um, Mm -hmm. so that's a thing, um, relieve stress because whenever you have stress hormones, then that's going to throw things out of whack. That being Mm -hmm. said, I've measured my stress hormones and apparently I am not stressed. I just think that I am. So (laughs) ta-da. Um, yeah. (laughs) Eating a healthy diet, uh, limiting your alcohol intake. And, um, Hmm. yeah, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Reduce (laughs) your exposure to synthetic xenoestrogens. So I guess those are like pesticides or like hormone, you know, like when they inject hormones in meat and stuff. So making sure you don't have that in your life. Yeah. Um, So those are all things that you could do to make life better, or I could do to make life better, I suppose. But I did find a really, really good article, which I'm going to link in show notes because it is hands down the best article that I read. It's from the National Library of Medicine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's an actual, like, you know, paper by a professor, J.C. Pryor. And it's really interesting because, see, it was published in 2011. So it's a little bit older, Mm -hmm. but it really takes a very um, uh, in-depth look at this issue. And Mm -hmm. it thinks about it in terms of like a society that's basically trying to ignore this highly transitional period for women and ah. basically refusing to do anything to help them. Uh, so I thought that was really, really interesting because it's a very scientific paper, but like the thesis is basically like, stop being a, you know, <laughs> a male dominated society and think about what women actually need to help them like yes. not deal with, have to deal with this shit. Right, um, just, don't, just don't ignore that it's like, right. it's like it's not happening. Exactly, exactly. Because basically what she says is if you look at um, the the definition, like the medical definitions that are out there for menopause and perimenopause, like there's no different, they don't do a good job of, uh, me- the medical field does not do a good job of like delineating this specific period of time before menopause they're just like oh well you know it's just part of it 
but they mm-hmm. don't actually treat it as its own specific thing. Um, and whenever women hit menopause, like estrogen and progesterone both begin to uh, decrease. And so it's a lot okay. easier to treat that. And because mm-hmm. that's just been what everyone's defaulted to, no one's ever really, you know, taken a look at this particular phase when things are kind of ping-ponging around and being like, what could we do to make life easier <laughs> for women in their 40s? Yeah. You know, um, so I thought that was really, really interesting. Uh, and if it's okay, I would, I would like to... Uh, read a quote from this because okay. <laughs> sure. she she gives an anecdote of a um, specific woman who she's referring to mm-hmm. um, as like a a an, an example of mm-hmm. how this how this comes to play. She is weeping, and her normally attractive face has become twisted and swollen, almost inarticulate. She complains of extreme fatigue, flooding menstruation, and night sweats, robbing her of sleep. You have delivered her two babies and done her yearly pap tests, but the woman in front of you seems a stranger. What has changed? Why is she so miserable? Your medical record shows that Emily, we'll call her, is 44 years old, apparently happily married with a son in high school and a daughter in her early teens. She's a social worker and a community leader in your moderate-sized city. She's always been a vibrantly well woman in exceptional health who eats well, doesn't smoke, and exercises regularly. You're puzzled over Emily's current situation. You inquire about her husband, her children. She mumbles and then vehemently snorts, they're fine! (laughs) how are your periods besides the heavy flow you ask spot on regular she retorts that's what's so frustrating maybe a bit shorter about 25 days apart i don't have a clue what's happening she goes on i don't feel like myself when do i get my life back i was just like oh my god yeah (laughs) um because like i feel this very much as far as Mm -hmm. like the way that my body feels, it does not feel like my body, you know, which we've talked about. Um, Mm -hmm. But I also feel like I know a lot of other women who are dealing with the same thing, but like nobody knows or talks about it or like realizes that this is part of the process. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, but there's, I, I, again, I'll link to the article. I highly recommend anyone who might be interested and or going through this to read it in its entirety because it is, you, you'll find out a lot of stuff, probably more than you ever needed to know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the idea is that basically, you know, you've got to try to help these, these people. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the things that she talks about in it is that a lot of perimenopausal women uh, will report feeling like they're pregnant, right? Like mm-hmm. they, they have breast tenderness, they're gaining weight. Um, and the reason is because they have those higher estrogen levels, which happen whenever you actually are pregnant. But your progesterone levels oh. are so low that it's not like you're actually, you're not releasing any eggs, like nothing's happening. But your body yeah. thinks it is. So it's like really confused. <laughs> oh. So it sucks. So it's so wonder like your body's in turmoil. Yeah. Um, but I took uh, some notes too. That was just like it, one of the th- one of the most telling things about this topic is that every single time that I write perimenopause on my you know tablet or computer or whatever, uh, it, 
there's a nice little red underline underneath it. <laughs> because <laughs> it doesn't even think it's a word. Right. They don't even think it's a word. <laughs> oh. So it's an unidentified word in my spell check. And so it just seems like that, the fact that I'm doing research on it, it's very hard for me to find any like real hard mainstream medicine that's designed to like actually educate people or help um, mm-hmm. AFAB uh, assigned female at birth people deal with transitioning from, you know, being a woman of childbearing years to being a woman who is not childbearing because it doesn't just happen overnight. You've got right. this transition period. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a lot of times doctors will prescribe estrogen, but for those of us who have high estrogen, that's not helping uh, yeah. the issue in the literature out there is like, you know, eat better, get exercise, get more sleep, you know, like stop being lazy. But the problem is that the implication is that, you know, you're not doing the things you're supposed to do to take care of yourself. So that's why you feel bad. So right. it's your yeah. fault. And it doesn't address like those underlying causes of fatigue and stress and like that raw emotion about being overwhelmed by this phase of your life. So yeah. Anyway, I got very passionate about it. What's this? <laughs> reading about it. <laughs> All that to say mm-hmm. um, that after looking at this and doing the research, I'm probably going through perimenopause. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'd say that's pretty safe to say. Yeah, I would say. I mean, I, I will look up the, the PCOS stuff and maybe that is another explanation. Um, but it definitely feels like this is very accurate to to my current state and you know and the thing that's so frustrating about it is it's not like it's not unlivable you can cope with it it's not any you know but it's just a really annoying (laughs) (laughs) and it just you know i guess thinking through this and realizing this and and doing the research helps helps to explain like okay why do i just some days just stay to sleep I just need to lay down yeah. and sleep and not do anything yeah. else. Like, okay, well, maybe there are reasons. My body is going through a change. It is going yeah. through a transition. And I've, apparently, this is just like the the Devon transition decade um, mm-hmm. in many different ways. And this is just <laughs> one other way that Devon's yep. going to transition. So, ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my Makes te- sense. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I think the perimenopause thing totally makes sense now that you've talked through it all. Um and you know, just the timing and the symptoms and everything else. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think it makes sense. And it feels like, you know, you said, yeah, it's it's uh nothing terrible, you can cope with it. But I just feel like that's that's women. Like right. you just gotta cope with it. Like there's so many things that we just that we just deal with and I just I just feel like every time something comes up, I think of a man and how, like, if if they had to deal with any of this. Like, could you imagine a dude trying to, like, plan ahead? Like, oh, do I, let me check my cycle. Do I need to take pack tampons with me for my trip or, you know, just any of that stuff, you know? Let me check my boobs to see if they hurt. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Or, like, the, um cramping you know and being like oh you got to run to an important you got to deliver this very important meeting and have it feel like someone's stabbing you in your stomach but right you can't show it at all nope um you know and it's just like all these things that you have to try to cope with yeah as a woman that you just 
people just overlook like it's not there. Exactly. Exactly. Which really says something to about women that we have pulled it off for so many years that it does feel like you know, like we go on day to day like nothing's going on just we just cover it so well, you know? Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. Resilient people who have these bodies are resilient AF. Yes. <laughs> That's all I'm yes. going to say. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Anyway. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> all right. Well, right on time. Ta-da! Ta-da! All right. All right. Well, I was not helpful at all this week, so thank you, Devin, for <laughs> carrying us through the show while I frantically run around and pack for all the things. Oh, well, you, and, you uh, <laughs> are going to have an awesome time. Just stop stressing. That's It'll be true. okay. That's true. Then I can come back and I'll do a whole episode on, I guess, Virginia. Yay! That's, we're going to explore Virginia. I'm excited. Virginia is for lovers. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll show that. We'll prove that. Yes. Uh, I'm excited. All right. Yes. We'll have a wonderful time and I will talk to Thanks. you probably in two weeks because I know you'll be on vacation next week. Yep, yep. So, okay. Sounds right. good. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye. And bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho